the distant future. CERN learned that the legend of Wormwood was true and that humans cannot live safely on planet Earth. An international team of space explorers is loaded on a first-ever AI, artificial intelligence, operated starship under the Artificial Limitless Intelligence System. The starship and its multi-century voyage to a distant moon and transporting the people on board in its 20th year, a hibernation pod opens prematurely and the one person that awakes, Lieutenant Commander Braxton Northfield, saves the ship. But the bigger question was who woke him? That would be the Artificial Limitless Intelligence System, or Alice, as she calls herself. Get your copy of David K. Montoya's emotionally charged chapbook, Alice, a science fiction love story, at www.mythmart.com or wherever books are sold. And now, enjoy this free JZO Modcast show. Hey there, this is Ralph Garman, and you are listening to the World of Myth Bits. You made an excellent choice. G'day from SA. This is Tim here with episode 253 of the World of Myth Bits. Welcome one and all. This is uh, almost the Christmas edition of the World of Myth Bits. Uh, thrilled to be with you. Uh, and I'm especially thrilled to be bringing back for uh, take two the wonderful Dawn Debral, uh Queen of Scream. I've, I've nicknamed her Queen of Scream. Uh, I'm thrilled... Uh, we, uh, we attempted to have uh, an interview uh, for the, uh, the October edition. Uh, made, made a lot of sense to, uh, to touch base with, uh, with our resident Queen of Scream just in time for Halloween. But unfortunately, the, uh, the gremlins in the machine made that a, uh, a very difficult one, a very difficult episode for, uh, for people to hear. But we have been able to overcome those issues to weed out the gremlins in the machine uh, and as a, a bit of a uh, Halloween Christmas crossover uh, I'm, uh, I'm thrilled to be able to redo that interview with a, uh, a bit of a Christmas spin which I'm hoping to, to bring to you today uh, but before we do that I just wanted to mention uh, just something quickly from our president, Mr. David K. Montoya. He's got one thing on the list for me to mention, uh, or two things, sorry, two things. Um, I, I feel like Monty Python and the, um, the Spanish Inquisition. This, we have uh, one, one thing, our dedication to the Pope, and two, two things. It's, um, so, the, uh, so the housekeeping. Uh, the only thing that Dave's got, only thing that's happened so far is that there's been a, a dis, there's been a decision to postpone the release of American Smash. Uh, that will and we'll have all of them relettered by Jorge Medina, I think it is Jorge Medina, uh, and also uh, he wants me to hype, hype, hype the books at Mythmart. Don't forget book of the month. Check out MythMart.com. Uh, Alice, Alice is out, out there now. The uh, the new chapbook from uh, from David K. Montoya. Um, Dawn, you've got some uh, some wonderful books on uh, on MythMart as well, haven't you? Yes, um, they've got a couple of anthologies, and I've been able to participate in a few of them. Yes, yeah, which is uh, which is really thrilling to uh, uh, to be able to join you in in those. Uh, and of course, my uh, my children's book, The Neighbor. Um, there's my uh, my tongue-in-cheek poke at fantasy, Myrtle Norton's Guide to World Domination. Uh, Steph's got some amazing books there. Um, Peggy, uh, Jim, um, Walt's got some uh, some great ones there as well. Um, there's a yeah a whole range of uh, of different eclectic titles that uh, that are available for um for people to uh to jump on to buy now 
Uh, there's posters there as well, I think, too. Some great T-shirts. Um, some, uh, some T-shirts with wonderful advice, like don't lick stuff, uh, which uh, it's, uh, it's good to be that friend to, uh, to inform your other friends that, um, yeah, licking random things is probably not hygienic. Um, so yeah, plenty, plenty to uh, to jump on mythmart.com. Coming, so these make wonderful gifts. Absolutely, unique, wonderful gifts. So make sure that you jump on now uh, for the opportunity to get them delivered in time for Christmas. Great, great thinking, Dawn. Um, but while I've got you got you here, Dawn, uh, in my sights, I, I finally pinned you down again. I have a number of questions that I wish to ask you, young lady. Are we ready? Okay. Shall we just jump straight in? We are ready. Okay, so question number one. Sure. Queen of Scream, how do you celebrate Halloween? Halloween seems to be such a, uh, an important event for, uh, for the horror genre. Uh, and for those who uh, who enjoy writing uh, those types of stories, so how do you celebrate? Unfortunately, I'm going to disappoint you and tell you that I don't really celebrate Halloween anymore. I did when my children were younger, and I like to write, you know, spooky stories during that time. But I don't put up decorations. I live out in the boonies. I don't get trick or treaters. I don't go out and party and try uh dress up i don't do that stuff anymore <laughs> that's uh not not disappointing dawn but a surprise to me, I think, to to hear uh, somebody who's captured that uh, that genre and that time of year so wonderfully well. Um, the the way that your mind sort of thinks that the twists, the turns, the uh, the the darkness that your characters seem to embrace. Um, but the yeah, you 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 I I'm. Glad that you're you're full of surprises. Well, well, to flip that, then, uh, let me ask: What about Christmas? Is is Christmas more of a uh, a a special time of year for you, or uh, or is it something that uh, that you em- embrace or celebrate in more style? I put up a Christmas tree, and. Uh... That's about it. Send out cards. And my husband loves Christmas music, and I don't like it so much anymore. I spent years singing in nursing homes and that kind of thing, and I'm sick of Christmas songs. Yeah. <laughs> it's, is I'm it, a bar humbug. Is it bar humbug? Oh, no. Oh, no. They, uh, I, um, I, I'm lucky enough that, uh, that I have a staff member uh, working for the library where I work at here uh, here in South Australia. Uh, she's very much bar humbug, but she embraces it. She's got the uh, the Grinch T-shirt. Uh, she's um, yes, right. the uh, yeah. It's uh, I, I'm lucky enough with uh, with Christmas. I, I ha- Halloween as well. Halloween's definitely uh, definitely an American type of an event. The trick or treat that Australia has very much tried to embrace. Uh, so here locally in, uh, in our country town, we, um, we have a lot of trick-or-treaters. There's a lot of houses that, uh, that put, um, like uh, they, they do up the house, do haunted house and uh, giving out the candy and, uh, and that sort of thing. It's, yeah, it's, it's fun. I've got teen, teenage children, which um, I've also got young nieces that live locally here. So we um, we generally gather together. Uh, my brother-in-law loves horror. It's uh, it's one of his favourite genres. His favourite colours are black, red, and white, like the the, the traditional vampire colours wow. and uh, and that sort of thing. Um, so uh, sure. 
he uh, one year actually got like we dress in costume as well. So I've got my um, vampire costume, or um, I've got a, a great uh, a great king costume that um, that I can I can drag out, or even a uh, a terrible tacky looking Batman one that uh, that I can wear as well. Um, so there's there's a, a a few a few options for me. Uh, but he's got an amazing, uh, like it's the, um, the, uh, what is it? The plague doctor. He's got like, it almost looks like a crow head. The, um, like this. Oh, yeah. Yes. It, yes. yes. It's, it's inc- like just utterly incredible to, to see him, uh, dress. Like the raven face. Yeah. Whatever. Oh, amazing. Absolutely amazing. So, um, so it's, That's scary. yeah, it's, it's great, great fun to sort of go around our local neighborhood. Um, and then we usually put on something like we'll usually get home about 6 PM, whereas we're in daylight savings time. So it's, it's still daylight, but we, um, sort of sit down for a quick tea, yes. like a, a hot dog or something like that for tea. And then we'll have the costumed kids come to our door for trick-or-treating as well and so we sort of do a foot in both camps oh, which fine. yeah which is yeah which is good fun and then um christmas wise uh it's cat it's catching up with family if you can it's uh the the tree does eventually get up um we uh we put the angel on top we've got uh all of our three kids will sort of take it in turns each year we write down who um who does it and for for many years i would lift the kids up so that they could actually reach the top of the tree and pop the star on or the angel on or that sort of thing uh and this year uh my son 17 he's grabbed the angel uh he's taller than i am now and i've gone oh nick 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 do you need me to give you a hand and and he's like no dad no it's fine yeah so yes we uh we we try and stick with the with the traditions, but the, the some traditions have to fall by the wayside. So we had an angel on our tree growing up, and it was the treetop, and it lit up. And came home one time, what's that smell? And here the light bulb had fallen onto her chest, uh-oh. and it was melted just before it became a fire. So we had the heartburn angel, but that we still used it every year. Oh, brilliant! No, that's, <laughs> that's awesome. That's fond memory from my childhood. Was the heartburn angel? <laughs> that's very cool. Very cool. That that almost sounds like a story in itself, Dawn. Oh I, yes, I I did a a thing on the twelve days of Christmas a couple years ago. You know, just different Christmas memories that I had as a child yes and uh, people liked it I found one of them that showed up on Facebook and I printed it yesterday but nothing came up today so I was a little disappointed I was hoping they would all come back you know yeah hopefully hopefully well my fingers are crossed there's not nothing like memories that uh that uh this is certainly the time time of year for uh for for looking back and looking back fondly So, exactly. Dawn, I, I've... Or sometimes not. <laughs> oh, true. That is true. Um, Dawn, I, I've, nick, I've nicknamed you the Queen of Scream, and I think it's catching on. But the, the reason for that, I've noticed you're an amazing writer, uh, very talented, able to sort of suit your style yeah. to lots and lots of different genres, but horror seems to be your favourite. Is that true? And if so, why? Yes. Yes. Why do you love horror? horror? Because you can take the things that scare you, and you can take the things that scare you, and you can control it. Yes. So, you know, if you're afraid of something, you write about it, and you can get everybody afraid, but then you can write yourself out of that predicament you know, you can make that horror, that scary thing weaker than you and conquer it. And I think that's why I like horror. I found myself reading like every book ever written about serial killers. 
and realized my younger sister did the same thing. We both had it in our minds. We would never be killed by a serial killer because we would know what you, they were. <laughs> you, you're, you're doing your research so, now. Pretty sick, I know. Doing your research now. I like that. I like yeah, that. Always. What, what, what are the signs <laughs> to look out for? Well, well, what are the signs, Dawn? We'll make this an educational podcast. It's always the quiet one. Well, that that's, that's... It's always the quiet one. I tick that they box. Say, oh, he was such a nice man and he was quiet. <laughs> he paid his rent on time. I uh, live... Oh, yes, always. Um, I live 17 miles or 11 miles, rather, from where Ed Gein um, lived. Oh, and right. I don't know if you know who he was. Yeah, he yes. Was a grave robber. And in the 50s, he was caught, and his farmhouse was only about 11 miles from where I live. Wow. So that's always been a big deal in our our area. You know, everybody knew somebody who knew somebody, you know. And he was a very nice man and quiet. (laughs) Yes, yes. Um, Well, uh, here here in Australia or here in South Australia, a very famous forest is the Kaipo Forest. There were uh, a few bodies okay. un- uncovered in the Kaipo forest. Um, and like people, like families visit there all the time just because the place is lovely to walk through. Uh, just a, a real pristine, beautiful sort of area. Um, but yes, it's, uh, it's very well known for, um, for the, uh, the, the bodies that, uh, that were found there. Uh, and then the, the other place, uh, there's a, a, a lovely little country town uh, in uh, in South Australia as well, called Snowtown, which is uh, which is famous for the bodies in the barrel mur- murders. So um, yes, we're 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 lucky that we're not eleven miles from. Oh, I don't know the um, the mile, mile and kilometre comparison. Well, you know that too. Jeffrey Dahmer was only about hundred miles from. Where I was, he's the one that was eating people yes. in Milwaukee. That's uh, that's a bit we were scary. In Mexico and some people said, "Where are you from?" We said Wisconsin, and they went, "Jeffrey Dahmer, Edward Gein." It's like, oh, isn't that wonderful? We're known for those. Yes, <laughs> the, the, serial the serial killers, killers and, and people eaters. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's. I was I was going to say there's probably worse things it can be known for, but I don't know if there is, Dawn. Well, what happened to those bodies in that forest is what I wonder. You know, like, do you know was there foul play? Did they ever catch anybody? Oh, they caught somebody. Yes, yep. Uh, uh, Ivan Malant, I think he's named. I think he's wow. still alive, and okay. I think he's still serving like so many life sentences. I don't think he's passed away in prison yet. Yeah, but he's not getting out. Oh no, Jeffrey Dahmer got killed in prison. Yeah. Yep. No, the 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 um the, these these things happen, but uh, <laughs> unfortunately, um may, maybe let's move well, on to we, question we've three. We've reached the new low, Tim. Let's 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 move on to question three. <laughs> So I was going to ask Dawn. Um, so horror is obviously your your favorite genre to write. Is it your favorite genre to read? And it sounds like you were talking about um, your your research that you and your sister have both done on serial killers. But is the um, like the horror fiction something that you enjoy reading as well, or do you like to read away I, from I'm that a genre? Fiction reader. I'm a fiction reader. Yes. And right now I have been purchasing my my author friends' books and helping them by critiquing and, you know, putting out my critiques on Facebook and on Amazon and, you know, Goodreads, etc., BookBub. Oh, lovely. But um, so I'm reading things that I never would have read before, science fiction, a romance. Oh wow! Uh, you know some horror, and uh, I just like to support the people that I'm. I'm like spending a lot of time on line with, 
And uh, like I said, they're amazing people, and their books are just as good as when you buy a book by a well-known author. You know, it's exactly. just unfortunate that they don't get the the identification, you know, from people that they deserve. And so that's what I've been doing the last year or so is reading books by my author friends and giving nice critiques to them. So well, that's excellent. I'm pretty amazed at one that's one wonderful, Dawn. You you uh for for Queen of Scream you uh you have a, a beautiful heart. That's uh that's something that I like to do <laughs> in my position uh working for a local library is having that opportunity for yeah. uh for local authors or uh, or local musicians or um the the local talent or South Australian talent, uh new faces as well as popular bringing it all to the library for the community to oh, uh to wonderful. to realize that it's there I, I i totally get what you're uh what you're doing uh and it it really is uh i'm sure that that all of those writers that you're reviewing uh because the the review is the way that people are able to better advertise and better spread the word about their books and about their stories so on behalf of, yes. of all of them, I just wanted to say thank you. Well, thank you for thanking me. <laughs> it's a fun thing to do, and I I love it when I get one done and I send it to them first before I publish it, and they're like, oh, this is wonderful, thank you. But they get to change it if there's something, you know, that I read wrong okay. or, you know, mistaken or that's that's so, that's an interesting idea. You, you've got your book out too, so don't be surprised if I surprise you. <laughs> that oh, that'd be amazing, Dawn. That would be wonderful. Um, yeah, it's and I'm I'm no exception to any other, uh, as I'm sure that you are as well. Any any opportunity to um, to review to promote, uh, you you're always grateful. Let, exactly. Let exactly. me just throw in a compliment. And not enough people do it. Oh, true. That is true. Uh, can I be cheeky and throw in a compliment here then to say uh, in the November edition, edition 120 of the World of Myth magazine, uh, Sleepy Time Tea, well done you. That, uh, <laughs> that was uh, a bit of a dark one. Oh, thank you. But it was... Um, the the knappance, the the revenge, but then also the the innocence of the protagonist as well. It was yeah. It's it without wanting to exactly. give it away, give away anything to those that haven't yet had the pleasure of uh, of reading this story by you. Um, I just think very very clever, very well put. Um. It, it thank you it takes you a full circle uh, and you can totally understand the <laughs> the reasoning um but it's twisted yep. it's it still makes you feel that little bit eerie and a little bit icky as well so yeah you 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 <laughs> oh until january then if i get accepted for january i sent one out to stephanie i hope it's a good one um it's the soap opera it's called oh yes yeah and it's a woman who actually starts talking to the television you know her life is bleeding through onto the soap opera and vice versa and i got done with it and i laughed out loud because i wrote it in june oh yes and uh i picked it up to polish it off and and I just laughed out loud. I forgot how it ended and I forgot how funny horror, you know, comedy yes. horror could be. Oh yes. Uh the mixture of the two, but I said, Oh I got I gotta send this to her for January because it oh, just, made me just laugh out loud. Perfect. Absolutely perfect. Um can I ask Dawn, what in your mind makes a great horror story then? Something that haunts you after. 
You know, you get done with the story and and it still horrifies you, you know. It still does I don't like gore. No. And and none none so of your none of your stories if I do write some gore it's real quick and it's out of the way. I like the psychological horror. Yes. Yeah, you 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 write uh, stories that make the reader think and they're the they're the kind of stories that do sit in your mind and sort of play back uh and make you shiver and make you tingle uh as you're remembering oh yeah that's right oh, i'm like i'm i'm remembering now the um the the train story you did about the um oh, was yeah. it was it the mine and the the fact that the there were safety issues with the mine and none of the the miners wanted to to speak up and then one by one um the the train the mine train came to uh like the midnight train or or something came to to claim each one because they um they yep. were being punished That's for a good memory <laughs> yes yeah it's the the, these are the sort of things you plant seeds you you create images uh and when you have that moment where you just drift off and you sort of daydream sometimes they filter in and you go oh wow okay the, that's not where i thought my mind would go but it it's sort of it just but that's what i hope that somebody sits. will think of something at a later time and go that's what that meant yes you know it it wasn't literally what i said but it's what I inferred, and all of a sudden you're, like you said, thinking about it, and then it goes, oh, that's what it meant, you know? What didn't mean that. Absolutely. It meant this instead, and hopefully this story makes yeah. sense. Yeah, absolutely. No, I'm, I'm sure it will. I cannot wait to read it. So do you have anything coming out in December then? Because they're... Dave, Dave, if you're listening... Yes, it's... Uh, Real short, short, like a 500-word piece called Yule Log. So oh, lovely. it's a Christmas. <laughs> lovely, lovely. I, uh, I actually... But um, it's a horror one. <laughs> of course, of course. We wouldn't expect anything less from our Queen of Scream. Indeed, indeed. Um, right. <laughs> I, I actually... Um, so I've got my ongoing serials that I'm writing at the moment, the, um, the fantasy stories, the children's one, uh, and... Yep. Um, the um the the teen Dungeons and Dragons themed uh traditional fantasy party uh type story. Uh and then of course my uh my fantasy novel uh tale about my, my Sylv my elves and uh and my and the Vizork that they're up against and uh and, and that sort of thing. And then I thought yeah. scratching my head I thought I haven't sent Steph anything Christmassy. So uh so I came up with an idea um, that I, I managed to send in this month. So, uh, so backdated all of those when the, um, the open call was, was open months and months ago. And I sent all my, my usual stuff that I, that I send through. Right. And then there was that moment of, it's a Christmas edition. I haven't sent anything Christmassy yet. So, uh, exactly. hopefully, hopefully that joins you as well. <laughs> I, uh, I've, I've done a, um, a psych- psychological type, I think hopefully uh, I I like to push myself and I like to to test myself and my writing ability. Uh, And so uh, this one here is something along the lines of it's like a um, a one sided phone conversation that has a uh, a Christmas Santa Claus sort of vibe to it. So hopefully that's fun. Hopefully, hopefully that makes it in and, uh, and, and joins yours as well. Yes. Yep. I haven't found anything. Oh, I know she didn't accept this one because I sent it months ago, and you know got real confusing there for a little bit because when I didn't hear back from her, I submitted a story to somebody else. It got accepted, and then she wrote and said, "Oh, we're taking." It's like, no, you're not, because you know yeah. I didn't hear from you three months ago. So yeah, yeah. you know that was a confusing time. So I'm glad they're back on the month to month. That's too hard for me to juggle. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I, I'm, uh, I'm, unfortunately, the fact that I'm writing 
a couple of serials uh, on the go, uh, I'm uh, I'm confusing poor Steph by um, still sticking to that previous month's schedule as well. But I'm trying to put in my submissions. This one's for May. This one's for December. This one's for January, so that she at least right. has some sort of an idea of right. uh, of what what I'm doing and, and what I'm sending for. Um, fingers crossed, there hasn't been any confusion yet, which uh, which is good. Um, good. But yes, I agree. It's uh, it's good to be back on that schedule of get it in by the fifteenth of the month. Oh, it is. And. Um, You'll hear back exactly. uh, a, a week or two later before the the launch of the uh, the magazine uh, at the exactly. end of the month. Yeah, which yeah works works so so well. And for um, for writers, sometimes you're waiting like six weeks, eight weeks for a, a response. This is uh, this is such a six months. Yeah, six <laughs> months. Yes, true, true. Um, this this is such a uh, such a quick turnaround in comparison. Yeah, they are amazing with what they do. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. No, uh, hats off to uh, to to Dave, Steph, uh, and to uh, to all the team. Indeed. Exactly. So, Dawn, I was wondering for you: is there a difference between the genre or the? Story style of horror and terror. Well, I think that horror to me is is something you think about long after, and terror is that immediate reaction that you get. You know where you. It's hard to breathe. It's hard to, oh, you know, that to me is terror. And horror is more thought-provoking, blood and guts, sir. It lives on long after you read it. And terror is, I think, an initial reaction that you go through. And then after a while, terror recedes, and but horror stays. Okay. That makes sense? Yeah, that's an, an interesting way to describe it. Um, so, so terror, terror, or or suspense, I suppose you could say, is uh, is that immediate physical reaction, Need whereas reaction, right? Yeah, horror, horror for for you, and I, I, I guess, yeah, that I, I kind of feel the same. That horror has that more psychological or more, um, plant the seed, plant the memory, uh, lasting. Right. So it's the 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 stuff of cycling through your brain where you can't get it out. It's the the stuff of nightmares, isn't it? Because you think back, yes. and because you, um, <laughs> yes, yeah, no, that's uh, that's very well put, very well described. Yes, you must be a writer. Oh, good. Well, I try to be. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's all any of us can do, Vaughn. That's the that's all uh, all any of us can attempt. Exactly. So, you you are a writer though, and I I feel that that I too am a writer, and I was just curious to find out. Cast your mind back. How many years have you been writing? And I write writing stories. My first piece published. Two thousand and eighteen was my first published piece. Really? Um, I've been. I'm a music writer. And I spent a lot of my time writing music for my church. And I had a group that we, Grace Roots, that we were church, you know, song leaders. And, and I did that for, I don't know, 20 years. And right. then I wow. was in a band for nine years, a secular band, and did some of my originals. Um, I have a song in the Habitat for Humanity songbook. So I've always been doing some kind of writing. Yeah, wow. But I had, uh, we bought this, uh, a winter home, and I don't know anybody in Florida. We come down here in the winter, and I just looked at my husband one day, and I thought, one of us is not going to get out of here alive. (laughs) So I... 
found another uh, uh, story. It was like a little contents, uh, spill words. In fact, you got a couple pieces, I think, this year. I have, yes. Thing. And I sat down and wrote a story, 2018, November, sent it in, and they accepted it. I didn't make the 12 Days of Christmas, but they still published it. And I, the thrill that I got from being accepted in 2018, I wrote another, sent it to a different company. They accepted it, so I had two acceptances. The first few things that I wrote, I had no idea what I was doing. That's pretty good. And I started getting rejected a lot. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. But I'm glad for those first two because it gave me the courage to keep trying. And I didn't kill my husband because I had something to withdraw into my make-believe world and and, uh, because I didn't have the music anymore. So, so I needed what, what happened with the music? Was that fill in that creativity? Dawn, was that because you you well, relocated I, I, to Florida? So you moved away from those people and away that from that opportunity. I moved away from those people exactly. I still live in the same area, but you know, I was in a band for all those years, and then the band broke up, and and. Like I said, the church thing kind of fell apart after a while, and and I just, like I said, have no desire to to go out and do it anymore because it's a lot of work. Yes. you got all, all this equipment, yeah. you know, set everything up, and nothing's easy. And then, you know, it just it was a lot of work, and I'm I'm getting old and lazy. So yeah. your 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 husband's not much of a roadie, is he, Dawn? Oh, he was a good roadie. When I needed him to be. Yeah, okay. But like I said, after the band broke up and, you know, I, I didn't need a roadie anymore and just sold the equipment and, like I said, just needed to move on to more things. And and writing was just another creative extension of the music. You yes. know, it was uh, the same thing without the, the music part. Yes. You still had the words. You know, it just... You, still telling a story. You so. didn't. You didn't need the instruments. You didn't have everything that you needed to lug around. It was just what was in your mind. That's right. Now I can sit on my couch with a laptop in my lap and type away. And although I've been very bad this month, I've just I must be needing a to take a sabbatical or something. I've only submitted one or two things this month, and here it is already. What the thirteenth and yes. That's terrible. Usually, I have twenty, thirty things in a month that I've submitted. Because so. <laughs> it's uh, the the likelihood of acceptance is seems to be the the more a writer sends out. Exactly, exactly. People are like, "Oh, you know, you're you're doing so well," and it's like uh, maybe a third of what I wrote yes. got accepted. The other two thirds got you know. I'm sorry, we can't use this story. Good luck, you know, that kind of thing. Well, but, you know, that's part of the game. What, so. what was that famous quote from... That's what makes the wind fun. Yeah, indeed, indeed. It's uh, it's for uh, for every success uh, that a writer promotes or, or, or celebrates, it's uh, it's all of those rejections that sort of build built up and uh, and built to to that moment, isn't it? Exactly, exactly. And sometimes I'll take the same story and, you know, you, you kind of shine it up and you send you, it, you it just out to the next thing. and Give it a little bit of a tweak or a, a re- restructure. Time, I usually rewrite it if it's been declined three times. It's, yeah. I'm sorry, Tim. The, um, you, you give it a little bit of a tweak, a, a little bit of a, a restructure. Uh, and and quite often it uh, it succeeds. But yes, yeah, sometimes three... something as simple as changing the title. Oh yes, a, a story that you know it kept getting rejected. It kept getting rejected. It kept you know, and it's like it's a funny story. It's a vampire story. Yes, and I changed it to my dear Mrs. Cunningham, and one like runner up in a contest. And won $150. Wow. And all I did was change, change. the title. That's incredible. But I had it valid- validitudinarian. 
glutatarian, which is somebody who is allergic to blood or something. All right. Know. They're allergic to the food they eat. Yeah, okay. Glutatarian. I don't know what the name of that is. It's a great term. <laughs> Obviously, nobody could figure out what it was either. Yes. But I changed yep. it to my dear Mrs. Cunningham. And it was... And won the runner-up in that competition. A wonderful <laughs> success. No, that's great, Dawn. Um, speaking of success, so you, you mentioned in 2018, your first submission was to spill words. That that would have been for the 12 yep. days for twelve days of Christmas? Yes. And I just want to say congratulations this year to uh, sending a story in to spill words for the 12 days of Christmas uh, horror theme. The haunted one, yeah. And, uh, I the, thought that was... You, you managed to get into the 12 days, didn't you? No, I didn't. But you I'm but they off. they have accept, <laughs> they have accepted it to publish it though. Pardon? They they have accepted your story to publish though. No. No? I haven't heard from Spillwords. I they did the Haunted Christmas and that went over very well. Yes. I got the featured story and yes. like close to 100 people read it. So yeah, that's what I wanted to say. Congratulations. But, the... uh, oh, that's Haunted Christmas. That's not the 12 Days of Christmas. Ah, okay. Haunted Christmas was something new they started this year. Yes. No, you must be thrilled. I was yeah. thrilled. No, that's very cool. And 100... 100... I just looked up for the, the most haunted prison because all I could think of was... You know, something with Jacob Marley and chains in this prison and, and ended up being this uh, county in Wyoming. Oh, yes. That is known for its haunting. So that just leaped off and I had the guard working Christmas Eve. Yes. You know, and yep. uh, the ghosts of Christmas past and it just came together so nicely. So I was really glad when oh, they, per- they it's accepted a, it's a, it. So. A be- it's a beautiful story. It's a... It's got the the supernatural theme to it, but uh, yeah. I I just love yeah. the the way that you've made it um, such a a heartfelt story. Yeah, I wanted to make the killer likable. You know, everybody hated him, but there was a reason he did what he did. You know, to end up in jail for the rest or three life sentences, but the reason he did it was. You know, for his girls, you know, and uh, like I said, it just, it came together so nicely. Sometimes don't you have that happen where you just, it flows out of you and and it, it just, you love it from day one. And then you have one that you're hacking on it for weeks and you still haven't figured out why is this thing not working and you end up, I have a file that I put crappy stories into oh yes and hopefully someday when i figure my way out of that box you know pull them out and try and work on them again just just maybe one one line changed or a new character introduced and it creates a whole different story that then suddenly flows again or just seems seems to feel sometimes it's just the opening line yes that or the title makes everything you know it's that hook Yes, or the title. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. No, in, indeed, indeed. Um, I've got one final question for you, Dawn. Uh, if you are happy oh, to uh, to uh, to accept it from me, um, I just wanted to know what you love most about being a writer uh, and being published. Well, being published, I mean, it's affirmation to you that you know what you were looking for you know the the story reached people that they wanted you know they want to read it that that's everything that's the only reason I write I, you know I've been a talker all my life and I, a storyteller all my life and now I'm trying to learn the craft of writing because it is a craft I mean you learn something every day that you write. Yes, um, you true. Know, I pick up stuff that I wrote a few years ago and I go, Ugh, I can't believe that yes. got published. 
privilege to know. Yeah. And probably five years from now, I'll look at what I did, you know, this week, and I'll go, I can't believe that got published. But it is. It's just affirmation that that I just want to entertain people. Yes. You know, through my music, I entertained, and now through my writing, I get to still entertain. I was the third kid in a group of five children in the family and i jumped up and down with my hand me 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 notice me notice me and that has stuck with me my entire life and writing is my way now of lifting up my hand jumping up and down saying notice this notice this you know i have something important to say and i love it when people respond we're we're certainly all noticing dawn don't uh don't worry about that so uh so keep up the wonderful work Keep entertaining us. Well, I mean, I'm the queen of scream. You Thank are you. indeed. You are <laughs> indeed. nickname, by the way. Yes. Yeah, I, I thought it appropriate, uh, and I'm so glad that it stuck. I'm, I am too, because I've been called a lot worse things, so ha. queen of scream, I'll take it. Definitely, definitely. No. <laughs> so, uh... Dawn Debral, thank you so much for uh, for taking this opportunity, uh, giving it uh, another red hot go. Uh, this uh, this wonderful uh, wonderful interview, um, being able to uh, to cross over the um, the ideas of Halloween and Christmas, uh, and just chatting with you in general about the jo- the joy of writing and the joy of sharing stories. I think that's something that we as yeah. as yeah. writers, um, as as poets and uh, and short story authors, um, and also the, the the wonderful artists as well that supply the uh, the imagery for the the gallery oh, yeah. um, each month for uh, for um, the World of Myth magazine, uh, and also the um, the wonderful reviewers, the movie reviewers. Um, the uh the the literacy uh and and art the the um we're all storytellers of sorts or we're all there to to share information or um to to entertain exactly so uh so it's wonderful to have you there david for giving us this opportunity absolutely what a uh what a what what a beautiful wonderful platform um I, I, for one, am incredibly grateful to Steph for um, for the time when I sent my first children's story to her, uh, and she went. We don't have a genre for that. We don't have a a a, a platform. We'll just invent one. And the the she made one. <laughs> the the joy for me is uh, a month or two later. The uh, the edition of that magazine had my children's story in it. And then one from Lynn, maybe, and one yep. from uh, from someone else as well. So, creating new opportunities for uh, for fellow authors and fellow creators as well. This is we're so lucky to have such a uh, such a welcoming team running this this publishing company. Exactly. Um, yeah, it's 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 been a thrill. It's yep. been a joy. Uh, just as it's been to talk to you, Dawn. Well, thank you. You're so gracious. You really are, Tim. And you've been hitting a lot of them out of the park too. So I, I, I've I been quite lucky, you're Dawn. All over the place lately. <laughs> I've been quite lucky, but as you well know, the the number of acceptances. It's like my uh, my brother-in-law sent me back a response. I said, "Oh, here's here's a link to uh, one of my stories that's been narrated," and he loved that. Uh, and here's a um, news about a um, a poem of mine that's been accepted for a poetry anthology. Uh, he sent me back. Maybe you should start telling us when you don't get things accepted. And I'm like, well, buddy, like in all honesty, for for all the acceptances that you see, there are uh, a good ten, twenty, thirty that uh, that get knocked back, or um, the uh, we we'll, exactly. we'll be we'll be happy to to accept it. If you sort of edit this or shorten that or uh, or change change this slightly, at least uh, I've and never. You know what? You'll do just about anything to get published. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. 
but you you ver- you learn very very quickly um, how to take criticism and, and how to uh, oh, yeah. hope hopefully um, interpret what it is that uh, that the the publisher or the editor uh, is actually trying to guide you towards the uh, they're the the lucky ones. The, and okay, um, Tim, it's not criticism; it's critique. Yes, there's a difference. There is a difference. <laughs> there is a difference, and we've always got to remember that. Else, but there is a difference. There is indeed. <laughs> um, just wanted to wish wish you uh, and all of the listeners out there a uh, a very merry Christmas uh, and a wonderful new year. I know there's one more episode of the podcast still to come. Um, I think if uh, if Dave, Dave and I play our cards right, it should be out Christmas Day or the 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 day after Christmas, perhaps. The fingers crossed, everything goes well. Um, but just yeah, I just wanted to take the opportunity to say to you, to uh, to your husband as well, to families out there. Um, Wishing you all a uh, a very merry Christmas and uh, a safe and prosperous New Year, uh, and um, looking forward to continuing the fun, the shenanigans of uh, of sharing bits of my life, uh, interviewing wonderful people such as yourself, Dawn, um, and just celebrating writer, writers and writing in general, and good fun stories that stick in your mind. Uh, and wake you up in the middle of the night. There you go. <laughs> indeed, Thank indeed. Thank you, Tim, for having me. Ah, it's been an absolute pleasure. Absolute pleasure, Dawn. Uh, thank, thank you. you. Uh, and yeah, thanks, thanks to uh, to Dave and Steph for uh, for giving us this wonderful opportunity. Yes. Just wanted to say. Ciao for now. Good morning for you and good night for me. Indeed. Let's sign it off there, Dawn. Ciao for now.